0: Have you tried peanut with your baby yet? So intact nuts and thick globs of nut butters are choking hazard for babies, so We can't do that, but we do need to get peanut protein into your baby early and often to help lower the risk of peanut allergy down the road. So my favorite way to do peanut for baby lead weaning is using the Puffworks Baby Peanut Puffs. Now, these are not those little starchy puffs that earlier eaters can't pick up, the ones you see at the grocery store in the container that oftentimes contain added sugar, sodium, and refined grains. No, the Puffworks Baby Peanut Puffs have no added sugar. They're about the size of your adult pinky finger, which is the perfect length for baby lead weaning so i have students and parents always asking about like different puffs i saw one today that a mom asked me about it had three different allergens in it which makes no sense because you can't observe for a reaction if your baby is trying three new allergenic foods at once how do you know which of the ingredients is causing the reaction the only potential allergenic ingredient in the Puffworks Baby peanut puffs is peanut. You can get 15% off of Puffworks Baby peanut puffs if you use my affiliate discount code BabyLed. So head to puffworks.com and enter that code BabyLed L-E-D, at checkout. And good luck to you guys trying peanut. We never wanna like finish off a meal with the food that we know the baby will eat because we're just conditioning the baby to not eat the first foods and wait until the fruit shows up. Instead, consider taking a fruit vacation. You go a couple of meals or a couple of days with no fruit. Hey there, I'm Katie Ferraro, registered dietitian, college nutrition professor, and mom of seven specializing in baby led weaning. Here on the Baby Led Weaning Made Easy podcast, I help you strip out all of the noise and nonsense about feeding leaving you with the confidence and knowledge you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods using baby-led weaning. Well, hey there, and welcome back. Today's mini baby-led weaning training episode is to talk a little bit about those babies who overly favor fruit. Okay, this is an episode about a concept known as the fruit vacation, and it's just a little tweak that you can do if you're starting to get worried that your baby might be eating too much fruit. Now, I do not in any way want to denigrate fruit. We're talking about all of the beneficial components of fruit and it's a wonderful food, but sometimes parents get in a rut where the only foods they're offering is fruit. So hang tight. I'm going to be sharing some tips on what you can do if you think your baby might be overly favoring fruit. I like to start each of these mini baby led weaning training episodes with a BLW tip of the day. And this one is, your baby is not going to develop an affinity for sweet foods if you offer them fruit. Because some parents get confused. They hear like, oh, you should do vegetables before fruit because if you do fruit, then your baby will never eat vegetables. That's not true. And I know some parents are like really scared of the sweet taste, but I hate to break it to you. Your baby has already tasted sweet tastes, right? Have you ever tasted breast milk or formula? It's a little bit on the sweeter side. Okay. The primary sugar in there is milk sugar called lactose. It's sweet. Like this is not the first time your baby has had something sweet when they have fruit. But what happens is sometimes parents are like all gung ho with like following my five-step feeding framework. They do a fruit and then a vegetable the next day. Then they do a starch the next day, a protein food and an allergenic food. And maybe they do that for one or two weeks and they either stop going through the 101st foods list or they stop working in new foods. And then they, I don't know, I didn't have any vegetables around or I didn't feel like cooking meat or couldn't really find any whole grains or wasn't sure what allergenic food to do. So all they're left with is fruit. And I'll see these pictures of plates that babies are being offered that have like two, sometimes even three different types of fruit, which it's not the end of the world if that happens once in a while. But if all the baby is seeing is fruit, then all the baby's gonna know how to eat is fruit. Kind of reminds me of, I teach nutrition to our nurse practitioner students at the University of San Diego, where I live. And we were doing a pediatrics component recently and the pediatric nurse practitioners were saying, my parents in the office are complaining that all their kids do is eat McDonald's. I was like, okay, well, are these 10-year-old children driving themselves through the drive-through at McDonald's or do the parents maybe have something to do with it? Not shaming anyone who relies on fast food on occasion. We all do it, okay? But, like, it's the parents who are facilitating the fast food. That's the honest truth. Same thing goes with fruit. When parents tell me, oh, all my baby eats is fruit, I say, well, if all your baby is seeing is fruit, then maybe all they're eating is fruit. So we just need to go back to basics, which is offering babies a variety of food. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and works with your lifestyle as a parent or caregiver. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on the journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. And getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing and changing. And I think this is particularly true for parents. I know firsthand how you can feel torn between your old, baby-free, carefree self and this new, very challenging role of parenting a small person. Therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding, as well as talking through, things that can help you know what you want or why you react the way you do. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash weaning today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash weaning and get 10% off your first month today. So let's talk about overly favoring fruit. Okay, again, there's no problems with fruit. If you're, this is new to you and you're like, wait a minute, I had no idea that babies were allowed to eat fruit or I thought offering fruit would make them like crave sweet foods. Go back and listen to episode 23. It's called, Will Offering Fruit Before Vegetables Make Your Baby Crave Sweet Foods? I'll summarize it for you. The answer is no. And then parents are like, okay, I'll do fruit. If you're kind of going in the other direction where all your baby wants is fruit, let's talk about taking a fruit vacation. So a fruit vacation is a not-so-innovative term that I coined a number of years ago. It started with my son, Gussie. So I have seven kids, a singleton, a set of quadruplets, and then a set of twins. So I started the 101st Foods program when I was doing baby-led weaning with my quads. When they were a year and a half old, I had my twins. I revised the 101st Foods program with them following my five-step feeding framework, which is how you get your baby through the 100 first foods on my 100 first foods list. And if you don't have the 100 first foods list, you can get it on my free weekly workshop that I teach. It's called Baby Lead Weaning for Beginners. It's all about how to get your baby to eat 100 foods before turning one without you having to spoon feed purees or buy pouches. So you can sign up for this week's workshop times and grab your copy of the 100 first foods list if you go to babyledweaning.co. So back to Gussie, we're working our way through five new foods a week. And I always do fruit on Monday. It doesn't really matter. But if you're following that framework, we do fruit on Monday. And my twins are Gus and Hannah. And those of you guys with multiples know, like with baby led weaning, one starts out a little bit stronger than other. And then sometimes they flip-flop. So like the twin that used to eat great is not eating so great. And the one that used to not eat great is. And for a while, Gussie was eating super strong, better than his sister, Hannah, and then like kind of flipped a switch. And he wouldn't, Eat whatever the new foods were. And he would start getting fussy and crying. And what we realized was if he could see the fruit bowl with the bananas in it, he would freak out and not eat the food that I had in front of him. Like this kid loves bananas. To this day, he's three years old. His favorite color is yellow. His favorite food is bananas. And I was like, I knew it from when he was six months old. If the fruit bowl were in the line of sight, he wouldn't eat the other foods. So it was just like out of sight, out of mind. Some babies are like that, right? You probably realize that with your baby. If you're practicing, like, with the tiny cup, the open cup from Easy Peasy that Don Winkleman, who's been on the podcast a lot, designed. We want to practice open cup drinking with babies as early as six months of age, but some babies, when they see the cup, then they want nothing to do with the food. And it's like, we know your baby can drink out of a bottle. I know your baby knows how to drink. We're focusing in baby led weaning on helping your baby learn how to eat. So I put the five minutes of open cup training after the food, and I don't even let the baby see the cup until then because sometimes it distracts them from eating the food. The same thing goes with fruit. Now, we also talk about in baby-led weaning the importance of not withholding or dripping food, okay? You want to have your baby have the opportunity to have that visual stimulus of the entirety of the plate of food that you anticipate they might eat, okay? You know, we're never exactly perfect. Sometimes they're gonna eat more or not all of it, but we want to refrain from dripping food. So dripping food is this idea of putting one piece of food out and waiting till the baby finishes it and then putting another piece of food out and waiting until the baby finishes it. That's dripping. And we want to stay away from that because we're interfering with our baby's feedback loop of them being able to see the food on the plate, pick up the food with their hand, put it in their mouth, and then analyze over time, how does that make them feel, i.e. less hungry? And that's the point of eating. But if we're never allowing them to see how much food is out there, they're not able to future pace and visualize and pace themselves appropriately. So If you don't know anything about dripping, episode 133 is called Don't Drip Food. And it's about how to pre-portion your plate for baby led weaning. So sometimes with fruit, parents will be like, "Well, if the fruit's on the plate, that's all my baby will eat. So the solution there is not wait until the end of the meal to offer your baby fruit because babies are smart, right? All they do in that case is get conditioned to just not eat what you put in front of them, knowing, oh, she's totally gonna bring me strawberries or she knows I'm into blueberries right now and she's just gonna bring them to me. So we never want to like finish off a meal with the food that we know the baby will eat because we're just conditioning the baby to not eat the first foods and wait until the fruit shows up. Instead, consider taking a fruit vacation. A fruit vacation is exactly what it sounds like. You go a couple of meals or a couple of days with no fruit. And I've literally had parents been like, are you serious? My baby will die. It's like, no, I'm pretty sure baby's not going to die. There are documented cases of babies going days without fruit and not dying. I know fruit is easy to feed our babies and sometimes it's just easier to peel a piece of fruit than to cook a vegetable sometimes. I get that, but it is very important that we're offering babies the same number of vegetable exposures as we do fruit exposures. My phone is bursting at the seams with photos of our kids. And over the years, I've tried all sorts of different ways to store and share them with family members. So for a while, I would just text out pictures to the grandparents, and then we tried a shared photo album. But some people were using Google Photos, and others preferred Facebook Messenger for pictures. And the more kids we had, the messier it got. Then I stumbled across the Family Album app. The Family Album app was created to give parents a secure and easy way to share photos and videos with loved ones. It's a totally secure personal haven for your family's memories. I love that there's no third-party ads, no unwanted eyes, and it's totally free. No more scrolling through endless feeds or searching folders to find the picture of the kid that you need right now. Another cool feature about the Family Album app is you can order eight free photo prints every month to be delivered to your home. Which, if you think about how quickly your baby is changing, it's really nice to have some tangible pictures to hold onto or share to document the last month of your baby's life. If you're looking to level up your photo sharing and organization game with a secure, one-stop, easy-to-use photo organization app, head over to the App Store, search Family Album, download the Family Album app, and start creating a legacy of love one photo at a time. So I would challenge you for every, if you're going through the First Foods list, there's five food categories. One is fruit and one is vegetables. The other three are the starchy foods, the protein foods, and the allergenic foods in the challenge category. Offer as many vegetable offerings each week as you do fruits. If you follow that five step feeding framework that I teach inside of the Baby Led Weaning for Beginners workshop, you'll automatically be offering as many vegetables as you are fruits. You'll have 20 different vegetables that you can kind of use to balance out. I don't want to say counteract, but balance out the fruit. And so, When we talk about balancing your baby's plate, sometimes parents feel obligated to put fruit and vegetable on the plate. And I wanna discourage you from doing that. I think it's important to have fruit or vegetable on the plate, but not fruit and vegetable. Easy Peasy makes the original silicone suction mats and bowls, and their mini mat is perfect for babies six months of age and up. And it has two two two-ounce portions and one four-ounce pocket. Okay, I don't care about the portion sizes because there's no such thing as set portion sizes for babies, but I just wanna emphasize that there's two smaller components, and then one larger one. And I generally will put the starchy or the carbohydrate food in the larger component because we offer a slightly larger portion of that because babies need slightly greater percentage of their calories from carb than from fat or protein. And then in the two smaller components, I'll do a serving of fruit or vegetable. And then in the other component, a small serving of protein. But you don't need to do fruit and vegetable because what you do is we generally don't wanna do more than three foods on the plate that can be very overwhelming to the baby. And if you're doing fruit and vegetable, it means you're crowding out one of the other important food categories. If you wanna learn more about this kind of balancing act on the mini mat, I have episode 45. It's called How to Balance Your Baby's BLW Plate. That goes into more detail about that concept I just kind of went through really quickly. And if you're looking to get an easy peasy mini mat, I'm an affiliate for them. And my discount code KD10 always works for 10% off at easypeasyfun.com. And again, it's the mini mat. Make sure you're not getting the happy mat. The happy mat is for much bigger kids. Um, It doesn't fit on high chair trays and the portion pockets are way too big for babies. It's the mini mat that has the three components, but you can also use their tiny bowl or their mini bowl if you're starting baby led weaning. So for the fruit vacation, the concept is take a couple day break from fruit, okay? Offer vegetable in that smaller pocket. You can do vegetables for breakfast, lunch, or dinner you can do the same vegetable a couple days in a row. We generally don't want to get in the habit of offering any one food at every single meal or every day because the baby, again, will be conditioned to expect that. But there's certainly nothing wrong with taking a couple days break, getting yourself back into the habit of trying new vegetables, right? Go through that 100 first foods list, okay? In the vegetables category and see how many of those foods your baby has had. Whichever ones are in season or you can get affordably. They're all possible to make safe for baby-led weaning and get back in the habit of offering your baby these foods. And I know sometimes we get stuck on the bitter vegetables. There's quite a few bitter vegetables on my 101st foods list. Go back, listen to episode 155. It's called Bitter Vegetables, How to Safely Offer Bitter Vegetables for Baby-Led Weaning. And I think you'll find some inspiration in there for really mixing up the flavors so that we're not just always offering the sweeter foods, which are fruit. And again, there's nothing wrong with fruit, right? Fruit and vegetables contain important flavor compounds, important nutrition. Fruits and vegetables have vitamin C, which helps the baby absorb iron from the other foods. So lots of reasons to feed fruit. But if you have a feeling that your baby's loving it just like a little too much, don't be scared to take a fruit vacation. All right, so that's it for today's episode. I'll link up all the different episodes that I mentioned as well as a link where you can sign up for that free workshop and grab my 100 first foods list. You can do that directly at babyledweaning.co or if you go to the show notes page for this episode, that's where all of the other resources will be linked. That's blwpodcast.com forward slash 209. Thanks so much for listening. See you next time. Like a lot of moms out there, I will totally admit I am quite type A. I am a total taskmaster. And one of my weekly work tasks is to review the feedback forms that our new students in my program, which is called Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro, that they leave for us. So basically, this form asks a lot of questions about you and your baby and your baby's feeding and medical history, any concerns that you might have or fears about starting solid foods. And all of this data helps me when I'm answering parent questions inside of our weekly live office hours so I can then tailor my response to your particular baby and situation, right? Because it's not a one-size-fits-all approach when it comes to what your baby's eating, right? Because maybe your baby has an egg allergy or another mom in the program. She might really be struggling with how to make meat safe because she doesn't like to cook. So this week on the forum, there's a new mom named Janine, and she wrote, and this is her quote, I researched a lot on the internet, and I have a lot of books. I saw a lot of other baby-led weaning programs, but in the end, this is the one that I realized is what I'm really looking for as a new mom. I love that Katie's program has a community and that there are videos for everything you need to know and how to make the foods. And what I love the most is that there's already a meal plan ready. And this just like stopped my heart because this is exactly why I created the Baby Lead Weaning with Katie Ferraro program. I wanted to literally put everything that you need to know about starting solid food safely in one place with a super easy to follow 20 full weeks meal plan. Okay, there's 20 weeks because it's five foods a week. I want your baby to get to those hundred new foods before they turn one because I also know you have a lot going on as a new mom and hunting and pecking all over the internet to try to figure out what am I going to feed this baby? That is not the solution. So if you want to check out the Baby led Weaning with Katie Ferraro program, I would be honored to work with you and your baby. You can head to babyledweaning.co to get started, and hopefully I'll be reading your feedback soon too.